Are you ready to own your dream home? Then look no further. Welcome to The Home Show, the podcast that simplifies the home buying process. From partnering with the right lender to finding the perfect realtor who truly understands your needs, we've got you covered. Just search for The Home Show on your favorite podcast hosts like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. Don't miss out on this transformative journey. Tune in now and let's make your dream home a reality together. We're waiting for you. Okay. We went viral on Instagram. <laughs> How is any millennial ever going to own a home? How is any young person ever? And over the last couple of weeks, we've just been on this affordability piece because it's a real issue for a lot of potential or hopeful home buyers. They're really feeling discouraged discouraged yeah no hope because you see a lot of posts that talk about folks that bought homes how they were five thousand dollars but when we got to the root of the matter what are the real issues for those folks that are looking to buy now as it pertains to affordability in your opinion i would say there are two big issues when it comes to affordability okay. and the biggest one i think that there is um income or okay. the lack thereof yeah, we're making income, but it's not enough to get us over the threshold to be able to qualify for these loans. And then credit. The lower credit scores come with more cost dealing in a, a mortgage loan environment. So if we could work on getting those credit scores up, maybe getting rid of some of that debt, increasing some income, I think we would be in a, a better position when looking at buying a home. I don't disagree with you, Michaela, on your two, because you, you basically income and credit. Let's give some solutions to the income problem. You think we could do that? Mm -hmm. Yep. All right, all right. What you got, young lady? Coming up, I was taught that you have three to five different streams of income in this life, so you can move around and do what you want to do and buy what you want to buy. Most times we have jobs or our W-2 income, but then on the side, you may want something passive or you may even want to start your own business, like being on social media and things like that entrepreneur is a word that you hear more often people are wanting to work for themselves which is great sounds good sounds good yeah <laughs> but and, it, and don't get me wrong god all i've ever known is business for self entrepreneurial traits runs in my family i'm an entrepreneur myself but it's also good to have that steady income on the side and what i mean by that is when you're building your business don't quit your day job Make sure you do have some income and some cash flow coming in that'll let you survive from day to day while you're trying to build another source that maybe in two to three months will, or two to three years will pay off big. And I just want to reiterate, mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with having, I'll call it a steady eddy, a job. What are some things that people can do part time while they keep their steady eddy to create generate some additional monies for the purpose of saving up for down payment and closing costs. I would advise you to start in your community, whether you're in a homeowner community or a renter community, there are certain services that people just may not want to do. And then especially with it being hot, you've got like washing cars, you've got uh, power washing or staining fences, you have cutting grass, Window cleaning, because there are a lot of people, especially with higher ceilings and 
taller houses and things. If you present yourself accordingly, you show that you're about business, they, they'll come or they'll pay you to come and do that service for them. Yeah. I hate to say it, but I, I paid to wash windows at my home. Yeah. Now I didn't pay anymore after that. Cause I felt guilty because I'm one of those type of guys. I'm like, man, I'm, I could do that myself. Mm -hmm. Uh, but point I'm trying to make is those are great low barrier, low entry, doesn't cost a lot of money. No. And it shouldn't take you long to ramp up because just like you guys are watching, if you're watching on YouTube, you got YouTube University. Okay, and you could go in and get an idea as to how to price those things. And I like those things that you said, cutting grass, washing cars, windows, and then power washing. Michaela, mm -hmm. we all have more money than we think we have. We do. And I'm not talking down my nose at anybody. Attention, Texas homebuyers. Did you know that the Texas State Affordable Housing Corporation, also known as TSHAC, has several down payment assistance options available to you. These programs are designed to help make home ownership more accessible, and yet they are often underutilized. You don't even have to be a first-time homebuyer. Don't let the lack of a down payment and or closing cost funds hold you back any longer from realizing your dreams of home ownership. Schedule a consultation today and learn more about these great resources and start your journey to home ownership. Are you tired of renting? Are you in need of more space? Are you ready to build a foundation for you and your family's legacy? Take the first step and schedule a home loan consultation today. We will discuss your home ownership goals and prepare a plan of action for you to start laying that foundation today. But you can either be in two camps. You can complain forever or you could do something about it. You got to control what you can control. Does that make sense? What do you think about that? Am I tripping? Is the old man tripping? No, like you said, I um, lack of income is the problem. That's the root of the problem. And um, in America, we have a we live in a consuming society. Mm -hmm. Um, cause I, me myself, I spend more money than I need to be spending or that I should be spending. You should save a lot more. Put that money to work elsewhere where it'll produce more in the future. Yeah. But then two things are high with inflation and stuff and like you said i complained about it gas is gas was just 350 i went to go get gas the other day it was four dollars and 36 and so the prices are jumping and like you said we gotta complain about it or we could do something about it and right. i'm in the camp of i want to do something about it so those three or four skills that i named they could be turned into businesses you've got free software services like canva true where you can go and make flyers or right. set you up a little website or something set you apart from different small businesses in your area to attract customers and attract that income that you're wanting you know yeah. what i mean no i get it and, and i think you said this earlier but if you're in a, in a major metropolitan area yeah an msa that has say you got fifty thousand people or more you probably have community subdivisions that have anywhere between three to five hundred homes in them it's so easy nowadays, guys. The hard part is 
you got to get over doing the work. Yes. And then another thing I want to add, when it comes to those skills, start in your bucket. Start with what you already have. If you're a... That's good. A, I don't know, like a call center. Like you, you take calls for a company. Try to work in that arena. If you're more of an office work type of a person, try to deal with systems like Excel or Microsoft Suite, Google Suite. Things like that instead yeah. of trying to completely start a whole new skill because it takes... Making cupcakes. Yeah. <laughs> it takes a while to develop a whole new skill and to master it and really be good at it. Right. And that's what you need in order to monetize a business or to scale a business up. You have to really have mastered what you're doing. <laughs> so starting your bucket, pull from some of those skills, see if you can um, elaborate on them and start something new. And that may even cut you your learning curve down some and get you to that money quicker. And what I want to tell the people is it take business out of your head. Yeah. You're just trying to generate one to 5,000 extra dollars and quit letting social media and these folks ha have you feel in some kind of way. Like you're less than if you don't have a business, do not quit your steady Eddie. I'm speaking from experience. Uh, I'm not going to bore you with it, but I've been there. Okay. And I left the steady Eddie too quick. And I had a booming business, what I'm doing now, before the last housing market, but I didn't know it was going to crash. Just like we didn't know the pandemic was coming. So you hold on to what you have until it's just painful and it makes sense to move on. Mm -hmm. But that takes time and you have to have systems and things of that nature in place. You think we hit the nail on the head? Because I wanted to talk about once that money starts coming in, how not to lose it. But that almost sounds like another podcast. What you think? Yeah, I think we need to save that for next time. That's I just wanted to say, like he said, leave some comments. And leave some comments for me because I read them. If you guys have any extra skills or any odd jobs or something that you guys may be doing or have heard of, go ahead and leave them in the comment section. But as he likes to say, our time is up. We thank you for yours. Be blessed. Be good to one another. And until the next time, peace. <laughs>